Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to the Romans teaching today. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson, and uh, you can watch all these episodes on my YouTube channel at Curtis Hutchinson 316. And I guarantee it, God will bless you mightily if it's the truth of God's Word you're looking for. There are many things going around in the church today, but if it's the truth of God's Word you're looking for, if your prayer is, God, teach me your ways that I might walk in your truth, this is the broadcast for you. This is the church you can tune in to live even on our website every Wednesday night at 640 and Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Thecrosswaychurch.com is the website. And uh, you can watch the archived messages there. But once again, we upload all of our services, all of my Galatians teaching and these Romans uh, teachings are on my YouTube channel. Again, that's Curtis Hutchinson. 316. Avail yourself. Today is part 18 of Romans chapter 1, and we are talking about something very exciting, very revealing, something we all need to know and, and be aware of and be living according to. Amen. Romans chapter 1, Paul has just He's writing this letter and he just gets through telling the church there in Rome that he has not been to, he did not start the church, that I can't wait to get to you. I'm praying that God give me a prosperous journey, that it be his will, that I can come and impart a spiritual gift to you, that I can have fruit among you as I have other Gentiles and everything that in me is wants to preach the gospel to you. Think about that already saved, more than likely spirit-filled, and, and already... But Paul had been given something by the Lord, the revelation of the cross, the revelation that the gospel is not only needed to get us saved, but it's needed so we can live saved, so that we can serve God. And in the ninth verse of this first chapter, we saw God, uh, or rather Paul, telling the church in Rome that I serve God with my spirit in the gospel of His Son. The only way we can serve God, the only place that we can serve God is in the gospel. Because, listen, we'll explain this today. The reason Paul wasn't ashamed of the gospel is because in it is the place righteousness is revealed. The place that you actually heard and believed and were born again. Think about that. The righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. And Paul couldn't wait to get to the church in Rome to give them not only to thank God for their faith that they'd accepted Christ, they were born again, probably spirit-filled, but they needed something Paul had been given by God, which was the revelation of the cross for living in victory, where you can live where sin no longer dominates your life. Didn't say you wouldn't ever sin, but it will say you won't make excuses for it, but you'll learn how that grace didn't save you in sin, it saved you from sin. That grace is not just a cloud of something that floats over you and, and, and until you get to heaven. No, God's grace is God at work. God saved you through the work of His Son on the cross. And God teaches you, grace teaches you, Titus chapter 2. So God's grace is God doing something we don't deserve to have done. We can't do ourselves and God must be found doing. Think about that. So we heard the message of the gospel, the message of Christ and Him crucified, the good news, and righteousness was being revealed in that gospel we heard. And when we heard it in its righteous context, God saved us. 
When someone tries to preach the gospel and they throw in water baptism as a part of salvation, as a part of what saves you, they, the Holy Spirit doesn't do that. Because that's out of its righteous context. The righteous context would say, no, that Jesus became my righteousness through His death on the cross without my help at all. Hallelujah. Because Romans chapter 6 teaches that we were freed from sin and made servants of righteousness all in the twinkling of an eye, not when we did something, but when we believed something. That form of doctrine, God said, when you obeyed that form of doctrine, Romans 6, 17, you were free, made, you were free from sin and became servants of righteousness because we heard the Word of God in its righteous context. So let's get into this today. The Apostle Paul said, listen, the, ready, the reason I'm ready to preach the gospel to you already saved people, already spirit-filled people, is because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, because, he says, therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now think about that. It's the faith of the Son of God that got you in the kingdom. It was your faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary. But your faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary allowed God to impart to you that measure of faith, <coughs> Romans chapter 12, verse 3, that measure of faith that Christ died by. You see, Jesus died by grace, Hebrews 2, 9, through faith, Galatians 2.20, and it's only that faith and that grace that we can have access to through our faith in the cross, not faith in anything else. Our faith is to never be in a provision, but in Christ, who is our provision, and through Him, provision comes. Our faith is to never be in a spouse, in a healing, in a more money, in anything but Christ. Christ and His sacrifice is the only place, the only object God has ever given man to place His faith. Look back to the Garden of Eden where God says and I, through Isaiah 46, 9 and 10, I made known the end from the very beginning. Look back at the beginning. God didn't rush into the garden and give two or three options. He gave one. Cain wouldn't choose it. Cain was banned, became a vagabond, a wonder, because outside of this way, we're confused and we're just wandering in circles. But man, when we believe the gospel, not just to get in the kingdom, but when we believe the gospel every day, it's the focus of our faith, not these crazy things being taught in pulpits. There, there's very few people on the planet today, my friend, that want to come to a church or turn the TV on that are looking for the truth of God's Word. They're looking for something somebody to appease their flesh. They're, they're looking for somebody to preach something political to them and they get excited about that because that's what their interest is in. That's what their main thrust and focus is on. And, and, and listen, I've talked to people about Jesus before and they've just kind of stood there. But when something comes up about their pets, man, they just get all beside themselves. We tell on ourselves. 
We tell on ourselves. And everybody sees what our main thrust is. Everybody that knows me and knows you knows what it is that stirs you. There was a man I used to work with. He just walked around like, you know, not, not much going on, just barely making it. You start talking about backhoes and bulldozers, that guy comes alive, man. I'm glad it's Jesus that does that for me. Hallelujah. I'm glad it's Jesus that does that for me. Glory to God. No, not just because I'm a minister, a preacher, but because he is the focus of my life and what he did there on the cross for me. All this false stuff out there today, preachers getting up and saying, God told me to tell you that he wants me to have a, a so many million dollar airplane and it's my number four or five plane and all that junk. That's not the gospel, my friend. And let me tell you something. Those people don't want those planes to go and share the gospel because they're right now, not right now, even preaching the gospel. They're preaching money. Money is the focus of their ministry. Money cometh, and God wants you rich. And man, folk are flocking to that because it appeases the flesh. And, and, and it's so sad to see that in our time that it's not the gospel that people are excited about. It's not the gospel they're seeing when they open the Word of God. And, and God is going to reveal something to you today in this broadcast that you need to share with your friends. You need to send this teaching to them because it's going to awaken them or they're going to fall into a deeper place of rebellion and rejection after this, this teaching today God is going to bring out some things in Scripture that will set you on a course and you can have the assurance that you're on the right course or, it's, or you're going to stand against it and God's going to begin to prove to you through your rejection and rebellion that you're on the wrong course because once you hear the truth of God's Word and you reject that light, light rejected is light taken away, Jesus taught. Him who has, talking about the truth, hearing, more will be given. Hallelujah. And it's only the hearing of the gospel that we need that God reveals more and more in the gospel. As I said earlier in verse 9 of this same first chapter of Romans, Paul told the church in Rome, I serve God with my spirit in the gospel of His Son Jesus Christ. There is no one serving God on the planet right now. No one is serving God presently right now. I'm not talking about the service God gets out of the devil and, and, and everybody, everything on the planet is serving God to some degree. I'm talking about children of God who've been born again or people who hadn't been born again and think they're serving God. There is no service to God except in the gospel. Faith in the cross of Jesus Christ. And your faith that got you in 20 years ago, 5 years ago, 5 days ago, has to be the same faith you're living by now or you're not serving God. I don't care if you're preaching a pastoring. I don't care if you're feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, opening up orphanages all over the world. Outside of the gospel, there is no service to God. You need to hear that. There is no service. Romans 6 bears it out. Paul says it again in verse 9. I serve God with my spirit. That means his newly created in Christ, born again spirit that he couldn't serve God before he was saved with that old dead spirit separated from God in sin. But he says, I serve God in my spirit, with my spirit rather, 
in the gospel of His Son, Jesus Christ. The only place to serve God is with faith in the cross. Romans 6 bears that out. The moment you believe that form of doctrine that was delivered you, that made you free from sin, you were also at the same time, without having to go do something, made a servant of righteousness. And you began to be, by God, called obedient, and you were serving through your faith in the cross. And when we one day moved our faith from the cross to money, oh, but we claimed our faith was still in the cross and we need more money to preach the cross, but we weren't preaching the cross. We were preaching money. And God wants you rich. And that was the thrust. I've already come out of that. God brought me out of that to bring me back to a place of truth, back to a place of power, back to the focus of the gospel. Hallelujah. And I'm excited about that today. I'm excited about that today. Though they have big numbers and they have millions and mega millions, we have the truth, my friend. We have the truth. I know what they say about us. Oh, bless their little darling hearts. If they could just receive the revelation we have. Listen, it's always been this way. The majority is not right. It's always the minority. It's always the lesser numbers because Jesus taught there will be few that find the way of life. Most will not come to the gospel and those, most of those that do in the last days are going to be seduced and depart from the faith. Wax cold from love by which faith works. That means faith in the cross, my friend. So God's going to show you something today and I would just encourage you however you can to share this through email, to share this on Facebook, to share this. It's not about me. It doesn't matter that anybody knows me ever, but they must know the truth of God's Word. That's what's important. They must know Christ through the sacrifice or they don't know Christ and they can't get to God. Watch this. Paul says, the reason I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also, here comes verse 16, because I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And he's talking to saved people here. Don't forget that. He's not talking to a people that he's waiting to get there and get them saved through the gospel and start a church. The church has already started without Paul. He's already, uh, 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 he's already writing a letter here to already saved people probably filled with the Holy Ghost, but he's got something to deliver them, impart to them that they need, which is the revelation of Christ and Him crucified as the power of God, the gospel, where if they keep their faith, sin won't have dominion over them and they can literally be found as serving God instead of just thinking they are. And Instead of having a form and just a bunch of works going on, they can know they're in the place in the gospel where God sees they're serving God. Hallelujah. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17, here it comes. Are you ready for this today? Because therein, in the gospel, that means the message of the cross, Christ and Him crucified. What Jesus did about your sin issue on the cross. Amen. Because inside the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now the devil has been so good at what he does, it's so bad throughout the ages by getting the church to believe that this is just an initial life we've received. And that's it. The just shall live. We're alive now in Christ. We're no longer dead. And now we've got to start trying to... Uh, 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 do the rest on our own. No. 
Paul says in Galatians 2.20, the life I live right now in this flesh body, I live right now by the faith of the Son of God that loved me and gave himself for me. Did you hear that? And I'm going to tell you something today. We've separated too many things in the Word of God not knowing we were doing it. The devil is very good. Our flesh teams up with the devil to, to, to get us distracted and to get us back into a place of defeat. You can never separate the faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, Romans 10, 17, from the faith we live by right now in this flesh body right now. That is the faith of the Son of God that loved us and gave Himself for us. You can't separate those two things. If the faith that's coming is not bringing victory in your life, then it's not the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave Himself for you. It's just faith in, in words written on a paper that you're not really believing unto righteousness. The Bible says with the heart men believe unto righteousness, not the head. The heart men believe unto righteousness. Think about that. It's the heart we believe with. That means of who we are. We accept the gospel. You see them when people are truly born again. They start following Christ. They want to be in church. They want to study the Word. They want to know the Word. They want to live for God. They, they want to be found as obedient children of God. And those that don't, they've not believed with the heart unto righteousness. They might have agreed in their head. They might have said, yeah, that sounds right. I'm not going to disagree with it. And they said, I believe it. But their heart has not yet said they believe it. Listen now. The righteousness of God is only revealed in the gospel. We just read it. That's why Paul's not ashamed of the gospel because in it is the righteousness of God revealed. And the righteousness of God is Christ and what He did at Calvary so that you might be made the righteousness of God in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5.21. And not only <coughs> is it our initial status as becoming servants of righteousness through our faith in the gospel, the message of the cross, but it's the only way that we can continue to experience our lives as servants of righteousness, Romans chapter 6, if we yield to the same truth daily that made us a servant of righteousness. Think about that. Because the Holy Spirit can only lead us in the path of righteousness, for there and there only can the fruits of righteousness be manifest, bear by us, by the Spirit, through us. And I'm going to share something with you today that I'm sure 99.9999% of you have never heard. And I'm not excited just because it's something we've never heard. I'm excited because of how it's tied to the gospel and how God is continually confirming for those who are on the truth path, the truthful path, the path of righteousness, that they are in it, that they are serving Him. And all this false stuff going on, He continually shows us just how false that is. The righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. It's in your Bible. From faith to faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's go back to Proverbs chapter 8 if you have your Bibles. If you don't, just listen. Make a note. Go check it later. I want you to see it with your own eye bubs. Proverbs 8 and 8. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. What? Every word God has ever spoken 
is in righteousness. And Proverbs chapter 12 verse 17 says, He that speaks truth shows forth the righteousness of God, but a false witness deceit. Think about this. Jesus said when the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, the Comforter comes, He's going to speak truth, reveal truth to you. You know it's the Holy Spirit teaching when He's speaking truth in its righteous context, referring to Christ and what He did at Calvary. Jesus said the Scriptures are about Him, John 5 and 39. But He says, You search the Scriptures, for in them you say you have life, but the Scriptures are testifying of Me, but you won't come to Me. See again, confirmation, we must see the Scriptures through Jesus and what He did at Calvary for them to be in their righteous context. Think about this. Every word God has ever spoken, all the words of my mouth. Are you a Bible believer? I'm not taking this out of context. I read it to you right out of the Bible. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. And Jesus said, praying to His Father in John 17, Thy word is truth. God's word is truth, but it's in righteousness. And Proverbs 12, 17 says, when the truth is spoken, when the truth is spoken, righteousness is revealed. That means you must see the Word of God through the gospel, every bit of it, because the righteousness of God is only revealed in the gospel. The gospel is tied to the truth and the truth to the gospel. The gospel is Jesus Christ. The truth is Jesus Christ. The gospel is Jesus Christ and Him crucified for the sins of humanity and the power to live a life without the domination of sin. God's grace to save, God's grace to live saved, but it's all found in the gospel. We go only from faith to faith as we accept the gospel. Again, Paul said in verse 9 of this same first chapter, I serve God with my spirit in the gospel. There is no service to God outside of faith in the gospel. People who teach you got to do this to be saved, you got to do that to be saved, you got to do this to be sanctified, you got to do this to be sanctified, you got to do that, you got to do. They're not hearing the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to offer you the truth. When He offers you the truth, He's going to be showing you the truth that's found in Christ through the sacrifice. If you're not hearing that, it's not the Holy Spirit offering you and so He can't impart it and He can't lead you in what's being taught. The Holy Spirit is the one who comes and speaks truth and portrays righteousness. The best example of that is when you believe the gospel. And what happened when you believed the gospel? You accepted the saving truth of Jesus Christ and the righteousness of God, the Holy Spirit was showing you could be yours. You could have forgiveness of sins and you made the righteousness. You were made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.21, hallelujah. Romans chapter 6, verse 16, 17, and 18, you were made the right, you were made servants of righteousness when you accepted. God calls it obeyed that form of doctrine. Not when you went and did something to become obedient, but when you put your faith in the one who is obedient unto death, the death of the cross. Hallelujah. This is good news. So the Word of God, every word God says He's ever spoken is in righteousness. That means all the Bible must be seen through the gospel. 
through the gospel. That way we won't run off and jump the fence with Mark 16, 16 and tell people, yeah, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. We won't take that and say, I have to be water baptized to be saved. If I'm listen, if i seeing it in that light, it's really a false light. It's darkness because that's not an acceptance of what Christ did. That is an acceptance of the word of God outside of its righteous context that the Holy Spirit's not teaching. The Holy Spirit is not imparting. The Holy Spirit's not leading in because Christ finished the work, hallelujah, and all you have to do is believe it and God says you're obedient, hallelujah, saved, justified by the blood, not what you do. Yes, there is a life of obedience that comes, but we don't do anything for salvation. We don't do anything to be considered obedient by God. We believe something to be considered obedient by God. And that is the form of doctrine that saved us from sin, the message of the cross. For in that message was the righteousness revealed that brought faith, the faith of the Son of God that loved us and gave Himself for us. And upon faith in the cross, guess what God gave us? Romans 12 and 3, He gave us that measure of faith. That faith came, the faith of Jesus Christ that loved us and gave Himself for us. Galatians 2.20 And we were saved by grace through faith. And the Holy Spirit only leads in the path of righteousness so that we can bear the fruits of righteousness. Watch this again now. Because therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Initial saving faith to daily sanctifying faith. It's only found, it's only found in the righteousness of God that's only revealed in the gospel. The word of God outside of its truthful and righteous context will cause God to oppose that which you endeavor to receive because it's not the Holy Spirit teaching. It's not the Holy Spirit imparting. It's not the Holy Spirit leading. If the Holy Spirit is teaching, He's teaching the Word of God in its righteous context so that faith can come. My goodness, can I jump up and run? If the Holy Spirit is truly teaching you, he's going to be teaching you truth. That means Jesus said he'll be teaching about me concerning Jesus. Jesus said when the spirit of truth comes, he's going to reveal the truth to you. He's going to reveal that which is of mine, that which I provide you through who I am and what I'll do at Calvary. Hallelujah. If the Holy Spirit is teaching you, he's going to teach you from the word of God for this is where the truth is found. And he's going to reveal the righteousness of God as it relates to Christ. Every message that's not tied to Calvary is a message the Holy Spirit didn't teach or preach. I don't care what anybody comes along and says. The most faithful ministers in the world have fallen. We only follow those who are following Christ. And Jesus said the only ones following Him are those who are denying themselves and taking up their cross daily. That means keeping their faith in what He did for them at Calvary, for that is our cross. Amen. This has been a powerful teaching today. I pray that you'd share this on Facebook. Share this on some social media. Email it to somebody. Somebody that you know. We all need to hear this. 
We all need to hear this. It is this narrow. It is this narrow. This, the, the church doesn't know this. This is why Paul wanted to get to the church in Rome. This is why we have the letter to the Roman church and to us, my friend, and to us. And I'm going back to this as I close today. All the words of God's mouth are in righteousness. That means everything God has ever spoken, Genesis through Revelation, anything you will ever hear Him tell you will be in the context of Jesus Christ and what He provided at Calvary. For righteousness is not available to men without Christ and the sacrifice. The gospel. The gospel. The gospel is not what men are writing books on. The gospel is money. The go- No, the gospel is not money. The gospel <coughs> is God gave His only Son for the sins of the world, but not just to, for us to be forgiven, but for us to learn how to live as forgiven children of God. As the servants, we were made upon being born again. Romans 6. Study it. Hear it. Listen to it. Never stop going to Romans 6. It tells you there upon faith in the cross, that form of doctrine that freed you from sin, the gospel, the message of the cross, the message of Christ and Him crucified, forgiven of sins and in the same moment, not after you went and got water baptized, not after you went and started going to church, giving tithes and offerings, studying. In that moment, you were made servants of righteousness. Because the moment you believed in Christ, you were forgiven of your sins. By faith, your sins were given to Him. Crucified in Him 2,000 years ago. And you you had His righteousness imputed unto you in Christ. So make no mistake about it, my friend. If you're not hearing the Word of God in its righteous context... You're not hearing from the Holy Spirit. And next week we'll begin in verse 18 where the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all who hold His truth in an unrighteous context. And I praise God for that. I praise God. It means it's revealed. It's not being revealed to heaven. It's the wrath of God from heaven being revealed to those who know the truth. Not so we can stand up and judge and condemn, but so we can make broadcasts. We can reach out. We can preach. We can teach. We can go to the Philippines like I'm about to in less than two weeks for a two-week period and share the gospel to a bunch of people who are already saved and probably some who aren't. Going to get folks saved going to see the Lord save them, going to see the Lord teach them how to live this life, how to find this righteousness that's only revealed in the gospel that takes us daily from faith to faith. Hallelujah. I know you've been blessed. I know that you will avail yourself to the rest of these teachings and check my YouTube page weekly as I upload uh, new teachings on this session of Romans and Galatians as well at the same time and our worship services are being uploaded there. I love you. God bless you. Get in the Word until I see you again. Stay determined.